Hi, I'm Camille Peoples, and I'm a senior at St. Catharines. As Christians, we are called to serve God. We do service projects, we pray, we go to church, all activities that bring us closer to God. But is it in serving God that establishes a closer relationship, or is it the proximity to God that allows us to respond to the call and to share God's love? In just three short weeks, I'll be traveling to Vietnam to volunteer at an orphanage. Saying I'm a bit nervous would be an understatement. I'll be traveling to a foreign country, encountering some major language barriers, facing a 12-hour time difference, and living in a big city I know very little about. As I prepare to embark on this two-week journey, I'm comforted by the fact that my closeness to God has prepared me to face these challenges. When reflecting on this Transfiguration Sunday, I've come to realize that it is not the act of doing good things that automatically makes us closer to God. It is the closeness to God that paves the way for us to embody and share God's love throughout the world. My personal faith and relationship with God is what calls me to go out into the world and serve others. I know that while I spend time with these children, I will let my light shine while radiating God's love. After speaking with God, Moses emerged with a glowing face, and he was essentially transformed by the divine encounter. This glow is God's way of reassuring us of his presence and acts as a friendly reminder of the special, unique relationship he shares with each and every one of us. The presence of God's light thrust upon our faces calls us to each become faithful spiritual leaders and encourages us to continue to create an intimacy between God and ourselves. We are all capable of achieving this same glow by establishing a relationship with God. Too often, we get caught up in doing the right thing, but we forget it is our closeness to God that enables us to embody and share his love through doing good work and prayer. After speaking with God, Moses emerged, faiths glowing for all of the Israelites to see. Each and every day we grow in faith, whether we realize it or not. We all shine at different times and at different strengths, and sometimes we can forget God's presence, yet our light is always shining. Whether we choose to unveil our light, our glow, is the question. I encourage each and every one of you to turn to the Lord, take off your veil, glow, and let your light shine. Good morning. Uh, I'm Olivia Moltz. I'm a senior and I'm homeschooled. So in 2 Corinthians, we're told to unveil our faces and let the light of Christ shine through us so that others know we're Christians. But how do we do that? If someone met you, would they know you're a Christian? And more importantly, would they have a good impression of Christianity? I think people outside of the church don't have a good impression of Christianity. I have many non-Christian friends, each with their own reason for doubting Christians. At some point in their life, Someone represented Christianity so poorly that they got a bad impression of the whole faith. I think this bad impression generally stems from judgment. For example, one of my good friends has become very wary of Christians because, unfortunately, they have been known to be very anti-homosexual, and my friend has sadly experienced that. Being a Christian is not only about what you don't do, but it's what you do. One of the... One of the things we fail to do is to accept people. A lot of people find judgment in Christianity, and we're doing a God an injustice by acting that way. 
and letting people perceive Christians in such a way, instead of allowing his light to shine through us. In my mind, it's a vicious cycle. People find closed-mindedness and judgment among some Christians, and therefore judge other Christians based on their experience, so that Christians are afraid to act how they really should and never prove those people wrong. I think the crux of this passage is courage, because to unveil something means there's no fear. Courage to act as God has called us to act, with compassion, acceptance, and love. And a courage to act with great boldness, as the passage says, unafraid, because we know God is behind us 100%. This is how we let God's light shine through us. We don't have to be perfect. We can't be. But we can try our best. God demonstrated his love so strongly, and we should try our best to follow his example. Then it will be just like the passage says. Our faces will be unveiled, and we will see the glory of God reflected in ourselves. Hi, I'm Joseph Gallagher, and I'm a senior at Maggie Walker High School. When I first read the two scripture passages, I quickly found a major difference between them. The Israelites of Exodus were unable to handle Moses' brilliant, shining face, so he covered himself with the veil. But the passage from 2 Corinthians encourages the new Christians to set aside that veil which is cast over each one of them, so that they might shine and become a source of light. Only in Christ is it set aside, Paul insists. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Freedom to clearly see God's glory. He then charged the new Christians to live in a way that showed the truth they found in God, to live a life unveiled. After reading these passages in preparation for today's Youth Sunday, I realized one way he sets our veils aside. It is through one of the greatest gifts he gave us, children. Children remove the veils in our lives, our heart and mind. They break down the walls we build around ourselves with their limitless hope, uh, boldness, and joy. Each one of us here has been touched by a child in some way. It doesn't matter whether they're your son, daughter, grandson, granddaughter, or related to you in any other way. They have an unexplainable power to bypass the barriers we have built up around our hearts and minds, to set aside the veil we try to see the world through, and access the parts of ourselves we particularly try to hide. In countless aspects of our lives, we encounter this ability, one in particular being movies. Movies love to focus on this power kids hold, a power they don't even realize they have themselves. One of my family's favorite movies, the Disney animated film Up, focuses on this. My dad is an especially huge fan because he's a soccer for this thing. Many of you are probably familiar with it. It is the story of an old, disillusioned man whose only wish is to leave the world uh, he has lost touch with ever since his wife passed away earlier in his life. He decides one day he is no longer able to deal with what society has become and leaves it all behind for the one, one thing he still dreams of, paradise. On his journey, he unwillingly becomes companions with a young boy, a Cub Scout. And at first, the grumpy old man distances himself from the kid, rejecting the innocent, clueless boy is just a hindrance. But as time progresses, he finds that somehow, during their adventures together with the child, the child has found a way into the old man's heart. 
Before he knew it, the man and the boy had bonded. That hard shell the man had built to protect, bro- protect himself broke down, and for the first time in years, he smiled. The boy had set aside the veil covering the man. He could not have been more than 13 years old, yet he was able to help in a way no adult had, could, or had throughout his life. This summer, I had a similar experience to the old man's. I was blessed with the opportunity to visit the Central American country, Belize, and help a summer camp for blind children. For two of the roughly three weeks I was there, I helped as a counselor for several of the young campers. Most of the kids at this camp were no older than 13, but they were some of the most amazing people I had ever met. They were all blind or severely visually impaired, yet lived a life with joy and energy that was truly awesome. Their moods were infectious, to say the least. Everyone involved with the camp, the counselors, volunteers, family members who tagged along, were all uplifted by them. They truly radiated a happiness that seemed to brighten each person there, me included. One young boy named Rowan especially affected me. Although Rowan lived in a world he would never see, He had one of the most helpful, cheerful, and optimistic views on life. I lived with his family during the camp and eventually got over my nervousness enough to connect with them. By doing that, I felt at the end of my time there that I was a stubborn man and up, and Rowan the energetic, caring kid who showed me how to smile. During my time with Rowan and those children, I felt as if a veil which blocked my ability to see clearly really had been set aside. The cheerfulness the kids brought to that camp and touched me with is proof that they freed me so that I might see God's glory more clearly and become a better reflection of it. So as we go from this place, remember how the children in your life have shown God's glory and do likewise. Set aside your veil and become a light that shines as bright as any other. Let us pray. Lord, help us set aside the veils in our lives so we might better see you. Amen.